everybody! It's your friends at Monday Madness and welcome back to the Jelly Phil Donna Podcast! Here we go! Somewhat exclusively on the Low Blows Network and elsewhere, because that's how what exclusive means. Um, so, welcome back to the show if you uh, listened to us last week. Um, say that to us as well as you, because it has been a while since we sat down to do these. And fair to say, guys, we have picked a perfect time to come back. Yeah. Because we are literally just about to jump into one of the uh, infamous episodes of uh, Pokemon, namely the one of the band episodes. Filth. Absolutely disgusting. Only Filth. five altogether um, band episodes in the whole run of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, That's good going. Mm. Trying to think, there was this one, there was the Blackface Jinx episode. Yes, there was that was Porygon, a Christmas special. Porygon episode. Por- is, yes, as um, Electric Soldier Porygon, which is coming very soon, actually. I think we're ten episodes away from it. Really? Didn't realise it's that soon. Yeah, I think so, yeah. There was the Tauros episode. Yes. The Dratini because they had plenty of wood in it, basically. Yeah, plenty of wood, and he looked like he was about to shoot Ash in the, in, right, in the, right in the front of the head, yeah. Yeah. And there was a fifth episode that was actually like in the uh, Unovan arc. Oh. Uh, Gen 5, yeah. Okay. Um, I, there is a reason for it. I think it may have been because there was like a grand... Um, oh yeah, that's what it was. Um, there was a... Basically, it was like a battle between Team Plasma and Rocket. Uh-huh. And basically, Rocket were using seismic um, devices to cause earthquakes. And that episode was when it came out around the time of, or before... Um, An earthquake. Trying, yeah, no, it was around the earthquake that nearly caused the uh, nuclear... Uh, Fukushima. Fukushima, yeah, that's it. So it was, that, it was around that time. So like, they had already had that episode in production. And then right. when they saw the earthquake, they said, eh, we'll nix it. Yeah. And the gas thing is, like, it was the actual, like, the... It was the end of that storyline between the two, the few, the two feuding, and yeah. it just never got resolved. Yeah. Doesn't get spoke of again. Oh. Now, is it one that you're able to find now, or no? It, it, I don't it think it ever came to air at all. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like literally just like on the strapping floor somewhere. Now, I'm sure if we look for it, it's there, and it'll be like you know cut together like we someone very kindly did on the on Daily Motion. You might be able to put like a link up for it, so for you to see like the full episode with the kind of the warts and all, if you like. But um, we will get to why this is banned in the in the rundown. But um, we've actually just like you guys actually just finished watching it by the time I got here, so yep. you know why. Yeah. It's very obvious because um, pretty much if, if I know Rick Nash as much as I think he does, he's gonna cut the title of this video as James with tits because that's literally why this episode was banned. <laughs> I thought it was for the um, shot of Ash's mom at the end. Oh no no no! That's what the people came to see. Or at least that's what the that's what Delia thinks anyway. Um, <laughs> separate issue. Yeah, an absolute just title Delia's arse. <laughs> it's like oof. <laughs> Oak's got wood. <laughs> Who's that milf? <laughs> anyway, so yes, indeed, the episode is called Beauty and the Beach, and we get a recap of the previous episode. Ash and Co were escaping from Pokemon Land and arriving at the beautiful resort island of Porta Vista. You should be shocked to hear, guys, is not in the game. Um, and not even in the various retcons have they ever put it in the game. So this is a an exclusive just for the cartoon yeah. to stretch things out of it. Yeah. Like you look at Yellow and it had trainers that more matched up against episodes like before he got to Viridian mm. in the in yellow version before you get to Viridian you battle a trainer with just a Sancher. Yes. That's reference to the AJ, episode, yeah. AJ's episode. This is absolute filler. Oh yeah. That they they don't try to replicate it anywhere. Because what they've done is they've realised that they got the Cerulean City by the, like, 10th episode and realised, oh shit, that's a quarter of the game going, right? Yeah. Let's fucking slow this down. Yeah. We have 96 ep- episodes to go, lads. Let's slow it down. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and this is very much them trying to do that. Um, 
we get our we get our um, title screen, and then we get we have beautiful sights of palm trees and parasols, and uh, we see Ash's clothes just thrown into the air. Um, he, he didn't waste any fucking time. Felt disgusting, really. Like mm. he's a, I don't know. Anyway, so um, so himself, Brock, and Pikachu with a little rubber chew, which is very adorable, diving into the water, saying that the water's cool. But Brock says the beach is hot. <laughs> Remember, because as, as, as this will very much be an episode where Brock has indeed a penis. Um, <laughs> And Missy's in her swimsuit and thought they were going away for her at a Kahuna, but they didn't. And um, as you said, she's uh, holding an inflatable master ball, yeah. which is our which is a very rare sighting in its own way. But it's good to see that like uh, it does still exist in this world. And um, she's obviously asking very earnestly how the water is, and the two of them are going like, uh, the, 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 "It's a woman," <laughs> as, you, as you'd expect. <clears throat> and then Missy uh, asks what uh, asks Ash what is wrong, and he says it's weird seeing Missy looking like a girl. Like, well done, Ash. Yes. Basically, is all you can say. It pretty much is. And that's kind of like the theme of the first even act. It's like, well, Missy's actually looking like a girl. That's all marvel at the fact that she has a swimsuit, even uh, though she's a water trainer. Yep. And has, like, barely wears... <coughs> you know, it's not like she we- like wears modest clothing. No. Like she wears short shorts and a tank top. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it pretty much showing slightly less than what she would normally show off of skin. And Yeah, yeah that's it. Made them lose their minds. It's mad how that works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So Missy asks how weird this looks uh, as she throws uh, the master ball back at Ash and he falls into the sea struggling for air. And presumably he drowns in that. So, uh, bye Ash. <laughs> Great. Uh, Can we follow a better trainer now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just there like Red is like sipping, uh, r- sipping like something under parasol going dot. Dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so um, he, we see the fin of a Gyarados float up and a little periscope pops out from the top. I love about one thing I love about this, this episode is like a brief second where he's just about to start to do the Jaws thing. It's like, and, yeah. then, and they said, oh shit, copyright. <laughs> <You're looking laughs> so they got two notes in. Um, we see Jesse and James in, uh, by the periscope reciting their motto, which is a bit weird to do while you're cycling, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. you know, and, like, and no one can hear you. No one can hear you, and no one gives a shit. Like, yeah. you know, stop, stop. Um, after a nice shot of the submarine we see that they're in fact pedaling along a lot with uh, Meowth being kind of like coached as well these are like little tiny little pedals for his uh, for himself um, they're at the hip Porta Vista which is full of wealthy tourists so the plan is to spook them all with the Gyarados sub and steal all their money so you're literally doing the fake shark plan which uh, always works never fails absolutely um, and, and we, we don't have proof of that so don't ask us and <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, the plan is then they will steal all their money and they'll live the lives of the rich and famous. Uh, as Miel says, cat champagne wishes and catnip dreams. Here we come, because that is a line. Yeah, that uh, is um, that one is, of the more classic lines of Miel. Yes, exactly. Um, so, Jesse retorts then that it can't be, as he sees Ash, Brock and Misty driving a boat. So, they drive a boat. And they admire had the boat is very, very nice. Uh, Ash then fobs it off saying like well yeah it was Brock who borrowed it and then Brock goes uh, no, I don't have any rich friends what are you talking about mm-hmm. um, and then he points it back to Ash saying that he was the one to actually get on the board uh, on the boat and he says yeah you did you invited me on board and the great thing about this is they're all trying to find out who stole the boat Pikachu is like completely just enjoying the, the, the sight in yep. the foreground just that completely blank face and then Brock just goes well uh, I was following Pikachu yeah and then he just goes like <laughs> Oh, you are not fucking passing it to me. <laughs> you are fucking not doing that. Um, and yeah, he, and that's exactly what happens. Um, so Ash thinks they, they're in trouble as Pikachu looks ahead. 
but unfortunately, he's a bit slow in the old uptake of being uh, I mean, the sighter, so um, he crashes into the uh, Gyarados sub, which is unfortunate for everyone involved, really. Yep. So the sub sinks to the bottom. Ash says that the boat is broken. It won't stop, which is a weird fault to have for a boat, I'll be honest, yeah. for crashing into it. Like, normally, you should sink or, like, you know, hull damage or something. Not yeah. the accelerator is stuck, which speaks to me more that the, the boat was fucked from the beginning and you just got cosmetic damage. And um, so, yeah, he uh, warns him of the nearby dock. They brace for impact as it crashes into the wood and comes to a stop. I mean, he could have made hard turns to force it to slow. Considering that like, they didn't know who stole the boat in the first place, speaks to me that perhaps they weren't in the best place to be on a boat to begin with. Oh, yeah. Like, where's Ash's boating license? Where's his permit? No. <laughs> you think Missy might he's have... He's 10 money. years old. Exactly. Sorry, no, My he's point. 10 years old. He is legally an adult. Yes. <laughs> In the Pokemon world where everyone lives until they're 50. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, Ash then kind of trying to cover it going, uh, I think the doc hit us. No, it didn't. Stop bullshitting. So, it came out of nowhere. It did. Like You can't say it didn't. He had a gun. The doc yeah. had a gun, all right? We yeah. all saw it. had a gun. So, the old man uh, uh, in a white shirt appears. He's wearing in a straw hat and he has a long staff, which is definitely not overcompensating for something. Um, he asks what you vandals are doing. He says they destroyed his boat and now destroyed his dock as well, and waving his staff angrily at them. So, Ash, being the coward that he is, ducks behind Misty and pushes Misty towards him, saying there's been a big misunderstanding. So, the old oh. man is then caught in the stardom of a fucking 12 year old child going oh you, you remind me of my granddaughter blushing away as he does but he ogles her as if you in a way that he shouldn't ogle a granddaughter no that's that's the that's Absolutely. the key thing there yeah. or just mainly a 12 year old just generally yeah a 12 yeah. year old in like a swimsuit yeah you, if you had that reaction there's a very key five letter word we could use there yeah <laughs> that's we can use there but anyway so the old man keeps staring at Missy as uh, she says she's got no money, but they'd be happy to work to earn their way. And he gets even more excited here. So, like, really? What would you like to do? It's like, oh, uh, sorry, no. They would be happy to work. <laughs> and then pushes the two uh, two lads in front of them. Then, like that, for that bit alone, that could be banned. Yeah, like yeah. I feel, I feel like that, like in in a modern lens, that should be like that's probably why it's off Netflix. Like, oh, sorry, we accidentally wrote a pedophile in. Sorry, lads, our yeah. bad. It's Japan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Uh, we see Team Rocket wash up on the beach, frustrated that their plan has already been ruined by Ash and their friends. Yep. We'll get to that later on. Um, Jesse says they'll need to figure out uh, a way to repair the boat. So we see somebody in shot then, which is uh, a sock and a sandal, so you know it's a bad character. <laughs> already from that. You know who it is. So we say, so they say hey to them, and we see an old-looking woman in like the most, like, an old, ugly woman is the yeah. nicest way to put it. Um, and uh, it's a face we're going to be seeing quite a lot over the next few episodes yeah. which is weird they just decided oh we have this hilarious idea for an ugly old woman let's use it three times in the next three episodes because <laughs> we literally have nothing else um, so she's in like a dress with like these kind of awful ponytails so she's like a 50 year old woman trying Her to dress, dress like a school long yeah exactly um, and I'm not going to lie lads uh, that's not a pleasant sight um, it really fucking isn't and her name suits her it is, yeah. Brutella. Brutella. Mm. So, um, so yeah, exactly. So she says... The, for her is quite brutal. It is. wonder how they got that. Oh, well, it's a mystery. Yeah. I don't know where they got that wordplay from. It's a mystery to us all. Um, so, yeah, she's explained that the beach is only for her uh, restaurant patrons and no squatters. Yeah. And 
if I if I if I say the word squatters, I, I immediately think of Jesse and James. Um, but James then says, "Well, you might need waiters." And Jesse goes, "I don't want to work for a living. Fuck you." Yeah. Uh, so he reminds her that they need money to repair the sub. Uh, and the woman says, "It can be as we said, Peter Brutal working for her." Uh, James quips, "We work for Jesse, so we know all about Brutal." To which point the studio uh, uh, audience yeah. applauds, and we cut the commercial. <laughs> so we hear Brock and Ashton try, trying to verbally sell seafood on the beach, but uh, no one seems interested in squid on a stick. Um, I know, but you guys, I'm not much of a seafood man myself, and no, you know, none of that guy's um, food sounded in any way appetizing. Not whatsoever. Um, uh, they're missing so many chances for Pokemon puns on it, really. I guess so, but like, I mean, it don't probably make it less appetizing for me. You know what kind of way? Like, yeah, you don't want to eat like tentacruel rings. Yeah. Instead of squid rings. Yeah. Mm. Or just like, you know, like blubbered seal. Ugh. Octillery balls. Oh, that'd be nice actually though, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just remorade. Just literally just like, just like <laughs> mackerel fucking thrown in. Like, you know, yeah, man, fair, fair point, yeah. This is a question we have to be asking now. What's the most delicious Pokemon when it comes to the seafood? Like, you know. Oh, seafood, because I was going to say, if you're talking general, like, Gen 6 gave all the cotton candy and ice cream Pokemon. I was about to say, yeah, so that's, if we keep restricted to seafood, so, like, I mean, we if you're into oysters, you've got Shelder, you know, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, and again, I don't think it's a controversial thing to say, but if you're in massively into seafood, you're clearly a pervert. I don't make the rules, lads, I just enforce them, so uh, I'm not an expert in it. Um, squirtle soup? Yeah, no. squirtle soup. Or you can have a mantine. Psyduck a l'orange. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, again, if you want a bit of ray, you have your mantine. Very good. Yeah. You know, um, I think you can get a battered sea king somewhere, I suppose. Um, king Kingler. Oh, that'd be good, actually. Yes, that would be nice. King Krabby. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Krabby I like cakes. that. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm intrigued by the duck all around I'm gonna, not going to lie I think that's why Side duck all around yeah I like that one I like that one a lot um, I think we got a winner there <laughs> although I do like the idea of like the low t- of a low tad if we're going to Gen 3 yeah. low tad with the like little lily pad on its head and it is just like having a cup and then just like appearing on the lily pad itself <laughs> it's just like here yeah, we, we, we flipped it yes it's cruel but shut up <laughs> it's delicious <laughs> And because it's a Mexican, uh, obviously you can have as much um, spices as you want on it. Then oh, well. that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, so you look at that way. Yeah. I don't think any of the starters work as uh, as food anyway, as far as I know. I think well, you might risky. make a Bulbasaur salad. You could, like, yeah. From from the leaves. Mm, you could do, yeah. I don't think you. Uh, but I suppose they might have poison powder in them. As I so. say, it's a poison. Tor- like, Torch chicken nuggets. Oh yeah. Well, that's because I was saying. Like, I was talking about the, the the water starters as well. Ah right. I don't think the, I think both kit would be very uh, <laughs> murky. No. And um, total doll, no, this is this. It's you make a pair. You make a pair, I mean, of, sh- you make a pair of shoes out of a total doll. I've crocodile alligator burgers are a thing. That's true. They are. Yeah, it's a fair point. Not a very nice thing, but they're a thing. Yes. Yeah. Not. Really so, yeah, they're very appetizing. Not gonna lie. Um. But yeah, no, yeah, it wouldn't be not much of a choice there. In fairness, run through the other ones now in my head as well. Yeah, like I don't think there is one. Penguins, you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever ate a penguin? Do you want to eat a penguin? <laughs> <laughs> and no, not the chocolate bar. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Pick so up, pick up a piplop. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so as we said, we see her, uh, they're trying to sell all this food. A couple approaches. Brock offers a table for two. The woman thinks the place is a real dive, um, which again is also my thoughts on every seafood joint. I'm not gonna lie. They look more interested in other restaurants as a uh, 
Pikachu looks on disappointed. And we see Jesse at the door welcome the same couple, although there's no actual like notion on them. They're just the two same people just recycled, essentially. Yes. Um, and he, we're going to Brutella's Ocean Chateau, um, which is quite a nice place for a joint like that. Um, she says her bit, jeers at Ash and Brock uh, as they try to figure out how she got there. I was like, yes, what? These like conniving, scheming guys always seem to appear when we do. How does this keep happening? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, stop, pull, pull down the skin with your eye. Yeah, exactly. That year. She looks, yeah, she looks real hot in that uniform as she pulls her eye out of her socket. Mm. <laughs> it is a very odd year, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I mean, it's very, I'm sure it's a very American or Japanese year, whereas we just like flip them V's. Yeah. Or wanker, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a lot more, as a more like, um, classically trained insults, <laughs> if, if we want to go with that. Um, anyway, so, Brock's American, she looks good in the uniform. Yeah, let's not go with that. Um, Jesse jeers uh, the more as James and Meowth adds on from the upper terrace uh, calling them a dive uh, and they call them bottom feeders which I think they just said because they like how James says bottom feeders (laughs) Um, so Ash gets annoyed then and releases all of his Pokemon going right let's let's add to the staff let's get more people paid here so uh, again I I like everyone has a a use here so Pikachu and Squirtle used for flyers and Pidgeotto gusts to keep the coals hot which is a a smart move Uh, Charmander is heating up the kitchen which is good uh, Bulbasaur is waiting the tables with Misty, which I think is actually a good use for a Bulbasaur yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Um, as opposed to just using them for, using them for spices, I guess. Um, so this master plan then gathers more crowds, and soon we see the outside is packed. So we see, like, expanding as well. People outside, parasol, tables outside, the whole lot. Uh, and Ash says, the more people want to eat at the one restaurant with Pokemon in it. And it's like, yeah, no, that, that sounds like a good marketing ploy. I mean, who wouldn't want to eat with service animals everywhere? This is true. And we did say they were rich tourists, so they're used to having servants. Yeah. Yeah, they mm. know. So, uh, James then calls it the uh, Twarpateria, which is um, a, a, a fascinating phrase to use. I don't think it'll catch on, though. No. Um, and Jesse reminds him that uh, that no business at theirs means no money, which is very true. So, Miette then says, right, time to be a shithouse. And they start sabotaging everything. So, the first thing that happens is uh, all of uh, Pikachu and Squirtle's flyers uh, float away mm-hmm. in a big gust. Mm-hmm. Uh, chasing after it when they see that Meowth has set up a big fan and chucking away uh, when he says <laughs> flyers which, <laughs> which is s- which is so close to an Nadine Coyle impression but oh, yes. flyers 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 um, so next then uh, Meowth feeds a tube of oil into the kitchen saying that's on fuel to the fire and he does the oil completely burns out the fire the old man and Charmander uh-huh. Whereas, I would, that shouldn't happen to Charmander, in fairness. Charmander he just, should be loving that. Like, yeah, 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 burn me up. He's like, Charmander's like, ha ha. Oh, that's cute. That's really fucking cute. He did that. <laughs> um, then we out to eat a banana, throws a skin onto the path of a Bulbasaur, which slips and spills drinks. And then Misty does the same with another banana skin, with some desserts landing on the nearby patrons, who start complaining, going, you spilled my drink. <laughs> I'm rich. Fuck Demanding you. to see the manager. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If there were if there was cards in the Pokemon universe, oh lord, oh yeah, we wouldn't have heard the fucking end of it. Um, so the crowd starts disappearing at this point until no one is left. Ashton tries to figure out what went wrong, and Brock says everything. So they ha- they're working on the assumption that literally like a calamity after calamity have happened. So like a random gust of wind happened, then the cooker broke, yep. then people fell, then Missy and Bulbasaur both somehow fell over. It, you know, it's it's a bit weird. So. They're, start, they're all moping inside the restaurant. <laughs> Jesse and James next door couldn't possibly have anything to Nothing do with Nothing to do. It's a mystery to us all, lads. We have no idea. So um, he said, sorry to the old man who we later uh, find out is called Mo. Um, nice of you to tell us this like seven minutes into the episode, lads. But anyway. Um, so uh, they did try until all those accidents happened. And the Missy 
someone somehow the only one with a brain in this room goes well hang on maybe they weren't all accidents uh, and that is until Brutella and Team Rocket the most hideous tag team in history walk in saying they don't need a res- reservation because it's, it's so empty it's so empty yuck 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 indeed and so Brutella then tells Mo that he may need to go out of business if things continue like this one bad day of work one bad day of work. that's how it works man if you're on the knife edge like that you know I mean yeah. look, at Bar- look, at, look at Barcelona they're fucked they had one bad day of business and now they can't pay wages <laughs> that's how it works um, so like so Brutella then mentions that Mo owes her a lot of money as well so she apparently has a racketeering job as well uh, and if he doesn't find it by tomorrow, she'll take his boat. Which is not a, his boat, not his broken boat. Which is like the biggest insult for an old man to take their boat. When he's so close to seeing his dream. That's it. He's, he's two days away from retirement, that's the thing. <laughs> so Mo says to her, no, take anything, but not the boat. Here, take my grandchildren or something. <laughs> you can use them as, 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 as slave labour. Take this girl, he reminds me of my grandchild. Yeah, Ugh. maybe not that in that sense, yeah. but okay. So anyway, so Mo says, so uh, Mo's going like, yeah, just don't take the boat. She walks out to Mark at the gym going, we'll see you tomorrow. That boat's going to be ours. Um, and yeah, so they're still moping in the, in the room down at the station. The deadline is tomorrow. There's no way you can earn that much in a day. And he says, that's sad. And completely forgetting about the fact that you perved on me three hours ago. Yeah. And when Ash asks why the boat is so important, Mo explains he wants a cruise around the world before it's too late. Which is presumably before he gets caught by somebody. Um, <laughs> that's why that's why he wants to go on a boat because he doesn't want to be like he wants, he wants to be on international waters. waters. That's yeah. it. He's yeah. in no jurisdiction then. He actually it turns out he actually has like an outstanding warrant in Alola for being really fucking dodgy around <laughs> the world. Um, <laughs> so uh, he he mentions his Ashton uh, is trying to motivate this old man, saying like, "Don't give up on your dream." And it's so close somehow. So yes, you're you're buried in debt in a seafood restaurant. Where you're the only person working on staff. You're so close to your dream. Yes, like exactly. You, you can't give up now. You can't give up now. I mean, look at me. I'm a Pokemon master. I'm fucking terrible. Look I'm at me. So I'm good. 10. I have my life in front of me. Look at you. <laughs> you're <laughs> so close to death. You're 65 and you're wearing an ankle bracelet. You've got everything to live for. <laughs> look at that neck beard. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. But yeah, so he, he, he's trying to relate, saying, like, oh, I want to be a Pokemon master. And while it's not that easy and I'm terrible, um, I'm not giving up. And neither should you, Mo. And Brock Jolene goes, we can't give away the boat. It's a pretty boat, and I would like to buy it for myself. Wait, I was about to think that. Shit. And <laughs> um, the, the team says they'll make the money somehow by working together. This is... Yeah, this is where... The amount of fillerness that it is really shows up. Where it's like... Mm. You know, the... Oh, there's a, there's a concert... You know, there's a rock show on tomorrow. Yes. A rock contest on tomorrow. And the price is exactly the money that you need. But this is the thing. Like, this, this is the, we, I think we had this conversation... Um, the last time we did podcast, but like the difference between good and bad filler sometimes it does actually some sort of consequence to it. Yeah. Like you you meet a new Pokemon or you, there's like something happening in the story. This is literally just like some other guy's problem that isn't ours. Yes. In, in a sense. And we just have to like indulge this yep. part of the episode. And in fairness, like they're they're eighteen episodes in and they've already like blitzed through half the story. So they're trying to think like, right, we need to slow this stuff down and try other episodes just to patch it out. Yeah. And he said, right, let's just invent a se- an island, let's just invite, in- invent a seafood restaurant and invent an old man. Mandatory beach episodes. Oh, there's always a swimsuit episode yep. in every anime and you cannot tell me otherwise. Yep. Um, so yeah, as I said, like um, they, they they try and ask themselves rhetorically, is it possible? Anything is possible, but how are they going to do it? And then we hear someone off screen offering a suggestion and it's Professor Oak. 
and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's mm-hmm. a he's in holiday mode. Not, um, not blackface this time. No, which is a refreshing change of pace. Yeah, refreshing change of pace. Uh, and he's uh, along with Ash's mom. And let's ah. ask nothing about that then. Let's just <laughs> lift that in the bud. Definitely not the case. Let's just say, hey, mom, what are you doing here? And then Oak goes, oh, we'll tell you later. Oh, we'll explain later. We'll sit you down. We'll, we'll <laughs> Go through the, the pidgeys and the beedrums. Beedrums and beedrums. <laughs> So, um, but so we'll explain. He, the way he does it is great because he just goes like, "What are you doing here with my mother?" Eh, no, no, details, details. Look at this magazine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like completely changing the subject. So, what it is, he's shown is the annual Porta Vista Beach Beauty and Pokemon Costume Contest. I feel like the Pokemon Costume Contest should have been the top the, billing. The top billing. Like, I'd be very interested to see Pokemon dressed up as Burkbot. You have never played Oras. No, the other Sapphire. No, he ha- she hasn't. Yeah. No, again, I want to point out that like, you'd be interested in the Pokemon costume contest because you're a girl, right? True. You're forgetting this is written by blokes. Yeah. yeah. And beauty comes first. <laughs> Fair so, enough. They, did, did Diamond not have beauty contests in it as well? They had, yeah, they had something along those lines. Yeah. And just to date us a little bit, a. Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl hasn't come out yet. No. So there's always a chance yeah. that we can have our own, finally, our Porta Vista swimsuit episode <laughs> in the horrible North Tundra of Sinnoh. Yes. <laughs> where God exists, apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, he says that it's all happening today, which is convenient. So Oak says he thinks they'll get plenty of business from everyone coming for the contest, which is a sound plan, in fairness. Uh, what stage are they at in the day? Like, this is one really long day. I was going to say, yeah, I, I feel like they may have, like, nicked the boat in the morning and then come, like, noon. Like, yeah. nicked the boat before 10 o'clock. Yes. Well, it could be summer now, so you could be yeah. starting like, as early as 7 a.m., like, you know? So, you never know. Which kind of explains a little bit why would you want to have uh, squid on a stick for your breakfast? I really fucking wouldn't. Like, honestly, I couldn't think of anything more unpleasant. Like, m- maybe for your dinner, but... I don't know, just full stop, like, you know, I'd rather hit somebody with a squid on a stick. I mean, that's, it's, it's better as a weapon than food. And yeah. if that's the case, it's not very good food to begin with. Um, but yeah, so um, Oak says there's cash prizes available, so Missy thinks, oh, maybe we should enter the contest ourselves. Uh, and apparently you can uh, win prizes for both the beauty and costume contests. So there's fucking lightning bulbs all around, as Ash says, and money is theirs. But we'll get to that, because that's after our commercial break. I don't know what happens when we have a commercial break on this show, folks. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> How does it feel making that sound? Weird, man. It doesn't yeah. feel right at all. Because yeah. I'm, I'm adding this place on top of this. Like, it, so I'm, I'm hearing myself doing it twice then. You know? It's weird, man. It's weird. So anyway, as we said, we uh, we don't have ads on this uh, on this show, but instead we do have Who's That Pokemon. And uh, since we last left you, uh, Burkbot, you did manage to uh, recoup some points. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, you're now going to try and double it up by stalling us. And yes. Try and stall us here with your own choice. Yes. To see uh, if you can uh, keep pace. So this is your twist. Give uh, us your dex entry. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to take this from the Pokedex entrance uh, from uh, Gold. Okay. Always believe in yourself. It is attracted to electromagnetic waves. It may approach trainers if they are using Poke Gear. Okay. Who gets to go first? I'm going to say Magnemite. I'm going to say Magneton. Magnemite. Oh, I get in there! <laughs> I genuinely, like, I thought the Poker Gear might. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh well. To be fair, that was a pick'em. Like that could have been either one. So yeah, that's a. It, we we were, one of us is going to get the full five points in that one. That's it. Yeah. So that's one way of thinking of it. But um, yeah. Either way, like uh, we that was a quick one. Uh, and uh, that means uh, I am now leading by two points, James. Ooh. Yeah, and it's my twist next, so yeah, no pressure, sorry. James. No pressure <laughs> at all. Just saying. Um. So, what a majestic creature! <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought she was trying to make a point. Is she? Is she sticking things for something? She's raising her hand up. She had. A, she had a. Yes, Guinness. Do you want to add something to the group? Okay. Where's the hat? What's that, Skippy? Little Timmy stuck down the well. Hello. Oh, you're still here. I am still here. Yes, look at that, how you keep waking up and I'm still here. Yes, I know. I know. Who's the best girl? Who's the best girl? I'm keeping all this in. Who's the best girl? <laughs> Who's the best girl? Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Aww. What's your opinion on uh, Beauty and the Beach? Is your favourite episode? <laughs> Big stretch. That's not an answer to my question. I mean... What are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is strange. <laughs> like it. <laughs> That's going to sound great. Like, <laughs> like it. <laughs> So, Alright. Shall we get cracking? Let's keep going. So, um, so so we return to the commercial break as we see PGO dropping some flyers over the beach. Brock all voices over the PA that the contest is open and there's a one thousand dollar prize for the winner. So all that damage to the boat and to the docks was about a thousand. And crucially the amount like that Mo owes to the old woman yeah. is also under a thousand. So yeah. literally there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. yeah. Unless you can think like, okay, we have to win boat contests, which is possible. So that's still 2,000. Not that much, lads. Yeah. No. Get along. Get over yourselves. So, uh, we see, uh, we saw uh, tons of girls queuing up as Ash and Misty are cheering as they go by. Um, both for different reasons, I presume. Uh, Mo sheds a tear as he realises he'll make Bertella's one very easily with this. So Bertella watches on, uh, angrily chewing at a handkerchief, as you do. Yeah. Normal. Yeah, totally normal behaviour. Um, Dealey explains that Oak and her are with their tour group, the Volunteer Patrol. Which is uh, also now called the Third Wheels. The Pokemon Volunteer Patrol, or PvP. PvP, <laughs> yes. We brought some plastics with us. They're really shit fans. Um, so Oak chimes in saying that his uh, mother's still worried about him, calling him her little pumpkin. Which is upset that Oak called him that. Yep. It is a kind of case like, uh, I'm your new dad now. Isn't that right, little pumpkin? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. You gave me an electric... Not my real dad. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know my real dad. Giovanni. Mr. Mine. Uh, <laughs> so Delia keeps mothering him then at this point, saying he'll always be his ba- uh, her baby and making sure he's not eating junk food or getting into trouble. Very much uh, forgetting about the whole changing your underwear stuff. She's like, yeah, like yeah. after a couple of weeks, yeah, even I can't see, keep that uh, promise. So Ash gets a flashback then about crashing the boat. From like, earlier just, in the episode. Yeah. yeah. They could have like gone to so many other things like you know the whole Pokemon Island that mm. they destroyed, you know. Oh, destroying Misty's bike. The, the yeah. ship, you know that they were on. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah. Like, it's like yeah, you you destroyed a cruise liner. Granted, it was not just him, but you know. Actually, did Ash's mom ever comment on like, oh, and I suppose you're not dead. I don't think she knows. Like they were announced dead like 
three episodes ago. Oh, I think she was just very distracted at the time then. I couldn't possibly tell you why. <laughs> but she clearly just had other different things on her plate at the time. You know? And again, we will not talk about that further. Um, so again, Mo covers for him then saying that is uh, talking about financial troubles as opposed to anything else. And Ash does like, got me, man. Got you, man. Yeah. So again, the character's in like a 180 here just as like, Start off as a pervert. He's actually just a, a cool old man who definitely isn't problematic. Who definitely likes hanging around with kids. Absolutely. And at least said about that better. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though he did not know about this contest, Brock is now on commentary. Yeah. Sorry, but also Mo works on the beach. Yes. And didn't realise there was a contest on that he could. Also, who his is in the? You know who's in the restaurant now? They're all sitting watching the beauty contest. <laughs> exactly. I think we have now officially put more thought into this than the makers of the episode. Absolutely. Like it's it's just it's like a lot of diminishing returns, isn't it? Because like you're going okay, you can go for this two thousand dollar prize, or you could make up fifty thousand if you clean up the restaurant and have it open for business when everyone's in town. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, people have you do you not understand retail? Clearly not. Um. So yes, as you said, Brock is on commentary, shirtless, uh, as is tradition. Uh, and now that the beauty contest is about to begin, as we see a red curtain on stage. First yeah. up is Misty. Um, getting this out of the way, as she says the hilarious uh, feminist line, this is totally embarrassing and degrading, but we need the money. <laughs> Not problematic at all. Not problematic at all. Mm. She, she kind of mumbles it under her voice as well. So yeah. Like, yeah, this is... Uh, as everyone cheers her on. That's it, yeah. It's just like, yeah! And just like, throwing dollar signs at her at this stage. Like, <laughs> so Brock introduces her, introduces her and her Pokemon costume. And it's a, it's a combination of Starmie and Squirtle. Um, and they're both kind of acting as a UFO. So Starmie is like obviously the, um, the actual UFO. And then Squirtle is kind of serving as the alien on top. Mm-hmm. Wearing a bucket helmet, which it's is quite funny. Very cute. Yeah, it is, yeah. And they're both floating around. Um, and Squirtle gives us a little water spout. Which, as we all know, UFOs do all the time. Yeah. So it's very consistent, very accurate. And as we all know, folks, the truth is out there. Um, now, this is where it gets fun, lads. We're into the band part now. So I've mentioned in my notes here what's band and what isn't. So uh, you obviously won't be able to tell from the notes here. But I'm going to let you guys uh, guess what's band and what isn't. Just from starting off. So, Misty is pushed off stage by Jesse and James in swimwear. Misty notices that James has a pair of tits. And double checks that he's a man. James uh, replies that his beauty doesn't exist in men though. So, to explain this a little bit... um. This is the stuff that like was only like aired in Japan. So it did air in Japan. Yeah. And then the Americans were localized going, What the fuck is that? <laughs> Get that off now. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's essentially it. So like uh, in the purpose of the video that we kinda watched uh, of the episode, it was actually helpfully spliced together of yeah. like the actual like localized version and then whatever was Japanese Japan only. Um, and obviously so there's a, maybe a few mistranslation issues here, but um anyway. So his beauty doesn't exist in men, though. Jesse waves her, waves Missy away as James inflates his breasts to comical sizes. Yep. Um, but it's also not just that as well. Like he's wearing eyeliner, he's got lipstick on, he's clearly got like some form of makeup to make himself more feminine. Yeah. And like he's actually like it's it's not even a case of like he's in drag or anything like that. It's actually James's head on a woman's body. Yeah. You know, kind of like, yeah. It's not. It's not like. Um... Yeah, it is just like they reuse the animation for you know Ash's mom and put James's head. On. <laughs> you can tell from the you can tell from the opus here on the the tram stamp on the back. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So uh, again, so he does that, and uh, Brock says two women have forced themselves their way on stage, and says everyone seems to be happy. 
Missy is crying on stage as wow. James waves his marks around saying she took part two years to ten, ten years, years too early. <laughs> literally, oh. literally in Japan they said, well, if you had a pair of tits you would have won this competition. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Again, that's, you can see why this is bad, lads. Oh, yeah. You can see why this didn't make the cut. Um, but yeah, so again, it, it's kind of immediately smashes back into then the uh, but not band, not band, unbanned, yes. Yeah. So literally, it's, it's just these two scenes are thrown in for like for shits and giggles in Japan. So Brock says, Next up is two Pokemon calling themselves the Rocket Boosters and imitating a legendary Pokemon. Ash starts shaking his fist, uh, snarling in the crowd because he says that they're from Team Rocket. The curtain opens up to see Coffin wearing Ekans as a hat, um, which is very funny. Uh, also has kind of like seaweed kind of like drape underneath him as well yep. so you can't quite tell you can tell it's a coughing but you know it's yeah. a, he's not spitting a poison gas so that's a start isn't it um, Brock then tries to explain what it is and it, he's making hard work of it in fairness because he's assuming that it's meant to be an Omastar the legendary Pokemon Omastar oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as you see how Eggs and Coughing are trying to make the costume work so you kind of see like a side profile of it and yeah. then you can kind of see where they're going with it you know make, it does make sense in fairness last minute costume idea yeah yeah it's not too bad yeah. not too bad at all um, so yeah they're doing that and then something someone kicks them off the stage someone kicks two Pokemon off stage and it was fucking Gary Oak of all people and his uh, cheerleading group because it's been a couple of episodes since Gary Oak ruined something so now let's get him in there to ruin this contest yep um, so Ash is obviously shocked to see him as Brad again improvising the commentary saying this up, the up and coming Gary Oak and a squad of adoring and adorable fans because again Brock has a penis. Um, oh, conveniently forgot to uh, mention Gary that came along with him, um, much to Ash's uh, chagrin. Cock-blocking them? Pretty much, yeah. This is like, oh, you brought six of your friends. Yes. All friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can bang Delia, but I can't bang six girls. All right, fair enough then, D- granddad. Yeah. So Gary calls out Ash saying uh, he didn't come here to make him jealous, but came here to make other people in his fan club jealous of him. So, yeah, like, if there's anyone, like, if there's any modern-day correlation to Gary Oak, he is the most annoying influencer you can think of. Oh, yeah. He is that guy who literally will refuse to go away and then takes charity booking fucking gigs. Boxing <laughs> gigs, like. Love good Paul. Yes, essentially. Would <laughs> uh, <with> let far... <laughs> so, unfortunately, unfortunately, Gary actually somehow has more charm than Logan Paul does, which says a lot. Um, but anyway, cheerleaders say that he'll smash Ash. Well... Yeah, well, is that, that's also why I got banned. <laughs> None of that gay talk on my Christian cartoons. <laughs> so, Gary wrote that himself, apparently, which makes so much more sense. Line. Yeah, he really is. Like, he should be, he should be. He's yeah. vocalising his inner thoughts, James. We yeah. shouldn't be judging him. Um, so, Ash runs off from his seat. Brock says there'll be six beautiful girls on stage, and it's hard to choose a winner from them. I think Gary is meant to be the guy, but never mind. <laughs> anyway, so Missy's backstage saying the judges won't give her a second look. So then, Jesse and James are also watching on as Jesse takes offence to those women being more beautiful than her. James also thinks he's more beautiful, but Pratella pulls them away before anything else is said. Now, mm-hmm. my description there doesn't do it justice. Like, literally, they're peeking around the corner and yeah. James' tits are just like, look, yeah. around yeah. the corner as well. It's as like if... he's resting on them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Their support pillow. Their support pillow. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, look, listen, I'm not going to judge, but um, he probably paid way too much for them. Uh, just saying. Uh, so, Adjustable sizes, though, like you're gonna pay extra. That's true. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and again, your size as well, which is even tougher. But um, anyway, so Britella knows they're from Team Rocket and she's happened to fix their Gyarados sub out of the kindness of her cold, black, dead heart. Um, and, but she has to do exactly what she says. They obviously agree. Yeah. Brutella then wants uh, them to destroy the beauty contest because, again, she's an ugly woman. Uh, and they all agree, saying that they even destroy things they don't want to. And Meowth says they'll give it their worst shots as they run off. Um, classic comic uh, yeah. sitcom yeah. shit here. So you run off into the sub and Jesse says, says let's go. As if to like, in a, a mockery of Brutella's voice there, saying that Brutella's rubbing off on her. Really hope that's not the case. Um, the sub then descends into the water and into the tunnel. And Ash challenges Gary to a Pokemon battle, but Gary only brought his fans with him. Uh, only brought his fans. Yeah, that works. Um, Ash calls him a coward, but Gary isn't having any of it. Um, because like, dude, I'm on holiday. Yeah. Get over yourself. Like, I don't care. I really don't give a shit. Um, so Brock then tries to calm him down as Gary goes Ash more. Uh, the sub then emerges from the beach and uh, has the beauty show in their sights. Jesse remarks that they finally got a foolproof plan this time. Let's see how long this one fucking lasts. Um, so tra some tracks were tracked from the sub yep. and the Gyarados head emerges from the water jaw style. So uh, again, th this is what they tried to do earlier on and failed miserably. Yeah, and now they're trying, so they're it, trying again. it again. Yes. No, they didn't get a chance to try it properly earlier. Because Ash and his terrible driving crashed into yeah. them. Yeah, fucking Grand Theft acrobatics like, fuck that. Um, so yeah, again, there's screams from the beach as those on the stage look on. Jesse says their plan is working and Gyarados chases them on stage with the sounds to go with. The, the Gyarados roars and stuff like that and people go, no, 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 shark attack, all that shit. So Ashton takes a microphone in a remarkable um, change of leadership here and um, says Gyarados is a fake. Uh, this stops people running as Ash tells him it's just Team Rocket trying to ruin the show and hilariously this just stopped people running yeah that 10 year old boy says it's not real so we should believe him and uh, not our own senses yes no it, what stops him is the case that it's not a real Gyarados but it's the fact Team Rocket acting the bollocks yeah so it tells you like in this part of the world Team Rocket really is like oh not them again like, yeah you know. so annoying Exactly. That's exactly. It's like, oh, again. I, I do like how they're like, oh, you know, that it's just a Gyarados-shaped tank. I'll just stand still because it's Team Rocket driving it. Like, you know, the tank isn't yeah. actually a danger to them, according to them. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what, how, they, how it's treated in this way, too. Um, so, yeah, that happens. Uh, and uh, everyone goes, oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, and, like, Missy's like, wow, that's actually quite good for Mash Ketchum. And Dee is going, like, I'm also impressed. Yeah. And now goes, that's my boy. I mean, that's a boy. That's yeah. What a great, great guy he is. Well, wow. so proud of him. Um, so Jesse then gets annoyed that Ash and James shoots a rocket from the Gyarados' mouth. And Brock says it's heading this way. Not really are they any urgency because there's a big little bit of dialogue between Gary and Ash here afterwards. Um, got really chill about this, going, what, what will uh, Ash do next? Ash tells uh, Gary to watch him as Brock says, it's a heat-seeking missile. Not sure how Brock... Has no, a knowledge of yeah. military hardware, but yeah. we will we will cross that bridge when we come to it, I guess. Um, so out comes uh, Charmander and Pidgeotto, um, uh, Alpha Formation, as we call it. Pidgeotto picking up Charmander using Flamethrower, which singes the rocket, and it targets back to the sub as Team Rocket pedals. Why? But this is a trope. I've noticed it's a trope a little bit, where like if you like tor, I think it's like Spyro and a few other games have done this, where like if you torch a heat-seeking missile, I, it'll just somehow like break the sensor and it'll go back to base. I don't think that works, or at no. least if it worked once, it was a fluke. And then everyone just heard, like, that is a thing, right? He's like, I'm not researching this, fuck you. And everyone just went from that. So they pedal like, mad away from it. Again, we have a hilarious, like, look of the, the, of the Gyarados tank going, oh shit, 
yeah. as well, like a real comical face, and they all scarper then, and they keep pedaling, 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 not looking where they're going, because they're heading towards Brutella's restaurant, restaurant, not realizing it, and they crash into it. Then the rocket explodes a lot, and they all get blasted off, including Brutella. So okay. there you go. But now that Team Rocket are gone, that leaves us with our inputs, as we are going to ask the question: What should Rocket do? So we have a bit of a scenario here, it's not necessarily a, two, a, a, a double scenario here, but we have one combined. So, the premise is, Team Rocket have arrived at Porta Vista with a Garrett submarine, recently repaired by Brutella after their cooperation earlier on. The whole town is engrossed in a beauty show that's brought thousands to the resort, and Pokemon are also involved in the contest, but the likes of Pikachu are not. Right, so just throw that in there. So, for the second, if you're not uh, if you're not familiar, basically we've just given the scenario of what Team Rocket's doing in this episode, and we're going to try and uh, find a better solution, better idea to what they had that would actually succeed in the three of us. So, what do we think, Team? What should Rocket do? They've been gifted a tank by the local loan shark. Yes. I would point the tank at Brutella. <laughs> as soon as <laughs> she says... over. Yes, as soon as she's like, oh... Here, take the ta- take your submarine and go cause havoc. Yeah. First thought would be, why should I take orders from Brutella? Fair point. Yeah. And take over Brutella's operation, mm. call in the loans, take over Brutella's operation, prevent the locals from leaving. You see, I had a very similar train of thought that you did, but well, instead of actually like hostile takeover, I say recruit Brutella. Okay, but Brutella's not wouldn't be the kind who'd become a lackey of someone. I don't say, not necessarily a lackey, but the, it, but she, clearly she's a long sharp, right? That's been established. And yeah. it has a bit of a racket here at the beach. Yeah. So if you just say to her, like she's clearly like motivated by money. So if you say to her, oh, hey, we're with Team Rocket, you know, the local Yakuza with the whole, all the yeah. funds like Pokemon Land and the game corner. Yeah. Well, sign up with us and you'll get more money. And you can hold up more places and just keep shaking them for loose change. And you will die a very ugly but very wealthy woman. <laughs> Like that, I think that works because you can, you, you can you, she can register on, on an emotion level yeah. with her that she can have more money. Now that said, their pride was hurt by um, getting laughed off the stage. This so is true. So they they have a they, motivation. Do yeah. they have motivation to go after the go after the tournament anyway, or the the beauty contest anyway? Well, that would have been the double. T- that would have been the double turn in a sense. It was like, well, no, forget about that. We we can actually just take over our protection racket here yeah. and give it to the boss and be back in his good books. But clearly nothing of that. No. Uh, what would you say, Bert? Uh, my idea would be um, while everyone's distracted, don't enter the beauty contest. Okay. While everyone's being distracted by the beauty contest, pickpocket them. Properly, just like. Yeah, just while everyone's watching, just mm-hmm. go around. To, like, you know, they're sitting kind of bleachers. Yeah. You know, you can easily walk under them, just take the stuff out of their pockets, and off you go. Well, you you, 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 yeah, just, just meow just pops around just yep. like acting like a cat doll now. Now, 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 now. Just yeah. like grabbing everything you can, yeah. yeah. That, that yeah, that'd be my, what, what they should have done. Basically, so we're all saying should have stayed away from attacking oh, the town head on. They should have like, taken the money. Or like, you know, got their tank and got, you know, a bit of a panic going. going. And, that, and, and that's as what people drop yes. things in there. That's what they were doing. That was what they were trying to do. 
Meowth was in the tank with them, have him ready there to pick up stuff as the people yeah. left. The actual, uh, the actual approach should have been not to destroy the beauty contest, but to cause havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have the Gyarados. I, actually, I would have probably, like, maybe, not even get in the water, just do the whole Jaws gimmick. And that was, that's what makes people scarper. Yeah. And then Meowth can kind of go in then and, and loot a lot then. Yeah. Just pointing out as well, they've recently been traumatised by a Gyarados. This is true, yeah. And, like, no PTSD in them getting back into it. Yeah, actually getting inside of Gyarados as well, yeah. no less, is, a, is quite an interesting thought experiment there, like, you know. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's almost. So, what do you think was the best plan, then, overall? So, we have, uh, basically, hijack uh, Brutella's uh, operation. Yeah. I'm going to recruit Brutella, and you're going with, basically, loot the town. Yeah. During the beauty contest. So, what do we think? I think Blast Brutella. I don't think she would join forces with anyone. She seems as was like you know quite an independent um, mm. leader in her Operator, own right. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Um, I do like the idea of the fact of, of Team Rocket actually going to back to basics and just like nicking everyone's money. <laughs> so I think I will go with that because that was their initial intention. They just lost track of it. Like yeah, and I'd say the same. Like I, uh, I'd go with Brock Bot's mm. solution. All right. So that's what we're gonna do. I, I, I we reckon what Rocket should have done. Stick to the original plan, do the Jaws gimmick, and get me out instead to uh, ransack the whole lot then when yep, everyone's yep. scarpers. And job done. Collect his own payday. Yep. Possibly much. even heat-seeking heat missile before Ash starts shouting his mouth off. Yeah, you can yeah. use that as a, you can deploy it just like show. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Or, but again, like, if he doesn't know, like, you, you could you could have, like, tricked him in a sense that, like, if you saved him the water, you could have made him think, oh shit, there's an actual Gyarados here, and then his PTSD kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> you know he didn't want to get fucking blasted off again either to another random island so um, so there you go so at the end of the episode then we see Ash and, uh, and company waving off uh, Mo as he sets sail on his boat to the cruise of a lifetime or his lifetime indeed because he'll probably be dead by the end of it and um, Mo wishes them all good luck as he disappears on the horizon and then we see um, Oak and uh, Delia uh, who's uh, holding the trophy of some kind suggesting she, she won the beauty contest she won the beauty contest yep and yeah considering her, her outfit yeah she probably did fucking win that like you know or or she's holding Professor Oak's trophy as the Crazy. Pokemon mm-hmm. contest because he's Mr. Ryan dressed up as a professor if that's the case then Ash is fucked either way. <laughs> like, they're both his dad. They're both his dad. There's going to be one hell of a fucking paternity test yeah. coming, lads, isn't there? But um, <laughs> in fair, I would like to think actually it's the opposite where Professor Oak has done an actual mime of Mr. Mime and that's how he gets it. <laughs> like, that is genius. No one has ever thought of that before. Um, and yes, obviously, it's we see the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to see what the actual trophy says. But I'm assuming it is just the fact you've won the beauty contest yeah. and you're just breezing over that aspect of it that like Ash's mom has literally just like walked out on stage yep. flaunted her stuff won the contest and a thousand quid no yep. less so bring it on bring it on the dough yep yeah. so um, shot of Delia's arse and Andy and Andy give the people what they want to leave um, so yeah the, the, the part as Oak said remarks you should be proud of our little pumpkin and she says yes I really am it works right in the only fan oh you mean Ash yeah yeah, yeah no, it was great yeah it was great so yes, and we close up on the trophy to end the episode, and that's it. Yeah. No, no new Pokemon, no battles, no nothing. It's a, as fucking filler as yeah. it gets again. But so filler that when it can be taken out of circulation, no one even notices. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. It's it, again, these are those episodes that are completely inconsequential. They mm. literally mean nothing. 
Um, and long may it continue for this one of the fucking episodes, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this is our first band episode. You guys have actually obviously seen it. Yeah. Um, it's clearly enough to be banned. At yeah. least for a kids' cartoon. It's also such a bad episode, anyway. It was, yeah. It wasn't great, like. Yeah. It's... Like you've got the pervy old man, then you've got the the James and his overly um overly bouncy flotation devices. Yeah, what I would say. Um, yeah, buoyancies. And yeah, no, it's just it was just daft. Um, but yeah, the pervy old man is enough to kind of ban it for me, regardless of what goes on in the beauty contest. And then you know, obviously, hmm. um, th- th- there's no point to it. There's no. The, the the gang are left exactly as as they, as as they were yeah. um, you've got Oak and you've got Delia storyline going on in the background there so you know that, that, there's nothing really to it yeah that's the same it's, just, it, it's a completely a completely uh, missable episode in that sense like again the only thing noteworthy about the episode was that James had a pair of tits yeah. yeah and that's your selling point for the episode you really want to get it back to the drawing boards yeah. you know what I mean um, as much as we all want to see that, that change, it's, of course. It's just filler on filler, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> filler, filler, then inflate, and then it bursts. The end. Um, but there you have it. That, that's the episode done. That's, that's Beauty and the Beach uh, in the books. So, um, yeah. Um, we won't have to wait long for our next uh, band episode, in fairness. But um, at least this one actually is banned for properly good reasons, um, in a sense. We will get, we'll tell you the whole story we do get to it um, in several years' time. But... Um, but for now, guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Yep. Um, I promise there'll be Pokemon in the next episode. There's definitely two Pokemon in the next yep. episode we can talk about. So um, tune in for that if you're if you're looking for hot Pokemon facts. Because that's clearly <laughs> what you're listening to the podcast for. Um, but nevertheless, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, by all means, do subscribe to the Low Blows um, Network for more of the same. They obviously do their weekly wrestling uh, digest and their Ask Low Blows if you're into your general banter and do a whole rate load of stuff as well uh, in their archives. You can also subscribe to the uh, Nerds of Rust channel if you're watching the video version, or indeed follow us uh, at Monday Madness LP uh, if you want to hear more of our podcasts, uh, and subscribe to us on YouTube for uh, all the video stuff that we're doing, because um, we could really do with the subs, you know, we're, we're, we're starting here. Um, so guys, hopefully you enjoyed that episode, and uh, we'll see you for the next one. Yep. Yeah. See you.